Does, does anybody like remember when people would answer the phone and be like, yellow? Yellow. Yellow, this is Dale. Dale. <laughs> this is Dale. Chip and Dale or Dale Anderson or Dale and Hart. All of them. I know people. I know names. All the Dales answer the phone with yellow. If you're Dale out there, out there, if you're Dale out Dale. <laughs> anybody alive out there? Can anybody hear me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All the Titanic references in our recent episodes. So many. Okay, I just want to say that Titanic is my least favorite movie of all time. Because it makes me feel things that I didn't want to feel. Have, it, have you always felt like that? Uh, yeah, because my parents took me to see it in the uh, IMAX theater when I was mine. Because we're not really... <laughs> me and Jordan are sisters, guys. You've reached Gosh. That's Too Loud podcast. Wow. <laughs> Yellow, you've reached That's Too Loud podcast. Leave a voicemail after the beep. This is Jordan Vickers. We are able to come to the phone. That's Jesse Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, they took me to see Titanic in the IMAX and... I'm scarred because I just remember big old boobs in my face, like the size of a building. (laughs) (laughs) And a crashing ship, you know. You guys have probably seen it. And then a a stubborn girl who won't share her freaking door with the hottest guy. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, In the 90s. In the 90s. How old were you? Oh, man. I don't know, like eight or something, probably. Whenever I actually came in theater, we'll have to look it up later. But no. No, we won't. Anyway. <laughs> when uh, Dad and, and our stepmom, Leslie, first got together, mm-hmm. I was like nine, probably, and mm-hmm. she let me watch The Shining. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Ooh, I still have never seen that to this day. Really? Yeah, I never will see it either. It's good as an adult. Really? Yeah. It's, I, I think I it's the, worth it. Okay. I know the story because I've asked Jono to tell me yeah. in detail, but I, think it's worth I just it. don't want to watch it with my eyes. Or with anything else you watch with. Just watch it with your teeth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously, though, if I watched it, I probably would be watching it with my teeth because my eyes would be closed the whole yeah. time. But yeah, that's so funny. Do it. Try it. Let me know how it works out. Okay. She'll get back to us next episode and tell us how it worked out mm, for you. I won't, though. <laughs> I'll never watch it. <sighs> Are you guys like that with scary movies? Just answer. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about the Enneagram type five. Yeah. And we didn't know any fives in our lives. Yeah. Originally, I thought that Jono might be a five, my husband. But I actually think he's more of a six wing five. So mm-hmm. couldn't ask him the questions. Yeah. So it's going to be a little different um, than our normal ones. Yeah. yeah. But it's still going to be good. It's going to be fun. And... Hopefully you guys know a five, or maybe we'll meet a five someday. If you're a five, reach out to us. Yeah, we can learn about you together today. Yep. So the type five is called the investigator. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It goes forever, echoing. Um, So fives are alert, insightful, and curious. They're able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills. They're independent innovative and inventive they can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs they become detached yet high strung and intense they typically have problems with isolation so fives at their best are visionary pioneers they're often ahead of their time and they're able to see the world in an entirely new way 
in an entirely new way. <laughs> in entirely. In, in entirely. <laughs> the basic fear of a five is being useless, helpless, or incapable. And their basic desire is to be capable and competent. Mm-hmm. So the five wing four is the... Iconoclast. Iconoclast, which I had to look that up. So Google says it's a person who attacks cherished beliefs or institutions. Mm. (laughs) Um, A five wing six (laughs) is called the problem solver. Mm, Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the key motivations of type five. So what are some key motivations of type five? So some key motivations of a type five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like 10 seconds behind you for this whole episode. I love That'd it. That'd be so horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they want to possess knowledge to understand the environment and to have everything figured out as a way of defending themselves from threats of the environment. Mm. Yeah. So um, let's do the levels or the direction of disintegration and integration. Um, when the when a five is moving in the direction of disintegration, which as we know from before is when Stress. they're stressed. Yeah, Jordan, you got it. <laughs> so smart. <laughs> Fives suddenly become hyperactive and scattered, like a seven, like an unhealthy seven. Um, however, when moving in their direction of integration, which is their direction of growth, yeah, yeah, yeah. we know this by now. <laughs> Fives become more self confident and decisive, like healthy eights. Oh, that's awesome. I like it. Yeah. So Enneagram has named the personality type five the investigator, as we said before. They did this because more than any other type, fives want to find out. Fives <laughs> <laughs> want to find <laughs> So Enneagram has named the personality type five the investigator because more than any other type, fives want to find out why things are the way that they are. They want to understand how the world works. Sorry, I just thought of why are you the way that you are. Why are you, Michael? <laughs> yeah. Why are you the way that you are? Yeah. Freaking Toby. Um, they, want, <laughs> they want to understand how the world works, whether it is in the cosmos, the microscopic world, the animal, vegetable, or mineral kingdoms, or the inner world of their imagination. Mm-hmm. They are always searching, asking questions, and delving into things in depth. They do not accept received opinions and doctrines, feeling a strong need to test the truth of most assumptions for themselves. Hmm. So behind Five's relentless pursuit of knowledge are deep insecurities about their ability to function successfully in the world. Fives feel that they do not have an ability to do things as well as others but rather than engage directly with activities that might bolster their confidence, fives take a step back into their minds where they feel more capable. Their belief is that from the safety of their minds, they will eventually figure out how to do things and one day rejoin the world. Wow. Mm -hmm. Fives spend a lot of time observing and contemplating, listening to the sounds of wind or of a synthesizer or taking notes on the activities in an anthill in their backyard. As they immerse themselves in their observations, they begin to internalize their knowledge and gain a feeling of self-confidence. They can then go out and play a piece on the synthesizer or tell people what they know about ants. They may also stumble across exciting new information that makes new creative combinations playing a piece of music based on recordings of wind and water when they get verification of their observations and hypothesis 
or see that others understand their work. It is a confirmation of their competency, and this fulfills their basic desire. Nice. Beautiful. I love that. I love fives because I don't really care about knowing things all that much, mm-hmm. but they like want. I'm glad we have everything. people that do. I know. Because <laughs> where would we be? Yeah. Where would we be without you fives? Right. <laughs> So since we didn't have anyone um, ask surveys, we just looked up our favorite um, things about fives on Instagram, basically. Lots mm-hmm. of different places. Yeah. So this one is a um, an Instagram called Social Enneagram. Mm-hmm. It says, having a bad day. Fives, when feeling overwhelmed with unfinished products and ideas, they attempt to retreat further into their minds where more anxiety awaits us. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's a tough life. Yep. This, I found one um, from at Enneagram Ashton. Um, she says, what are you thinking about? And a five says, how can I get out of this meeting event <laughs> gathering? <laughs> <laughs> so true. How can I get away? <laughs> That's funny. This one is at Social Enneagram again. Oh. It says, not all fives are always introverted. Mm. Work with technology. Or always want to be alone. Okay. Breaking the stigma around fives. Yeah. <laughs> this one, next one is also from Enneagram Ashton. Um, she said what it's like to be a five. I'm more comfortable observing than participating. I have a lot of thoughts in my head. They just don't always come out. I don't like to give too much information about myself, but I like learning about others. I like to have time alone to recharge. See, all of that makes me think of John. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. So what's something that you can learn from Healthy Five? Healthy Fives. Like I was saying earlier, like I love that they need to know need to have knowledge. You mm-hmm. know, they want to know everything about everything and um I think I could definitely learn like I was saying about a type one, like wanting to succeed and wanting to like make things better, mm-hmm. improve things. Um, I think I could definitely grow in that area of um, wanting to know the why behind the what. Because I just see the what and I'm like, is it beautiful or not? You know, but right. I'm not like, why though? You know, yeah. How does it work? Where good. did it come from? What's its origin? You know. Yeah. Um, so I like that about fives. Yeah. How about you? Um, I think a good thing I could learn from them is just how to sit back and observe. Because hmm. a lot of time I'm in the action and I'm uh, so absorbed in doing... Hands-on yes, things. Yeah. yeah. And I don't... Not really ever sitting there and observing mm-hmm. whatever is going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing that I could learn. Yeah. As a two, you feel the need to be right in the middle of it all. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And fives are comfortable on the outskirts, just watching. Yes. Observing, learning, and taking and, it all in. Yeah. And and they can sit there in silence. And mm-hmm. like this kind of makes me think of Jono. Like he's a very good listener. One time he said to me, like I've apologized, like, hey, sorry I'm talking so much. And he's like, dude, it's cool. I like to just sit here and listen. And I'm yeah. like, cool. He's That's good with great. it. <laughs> Yeah, that's something so awesome, too, is, like, where I would need to, like, be heard and seen and understood. Like, he's chill with, like, not having to be right, be even known, you yeah. know? Like, he wants that and he desires it, but, like, it's not, like, I don't know. Right. He needs it right away. Yeah. Like, one thing that attracted me to him when we were first dating is that, like, 
all these guys around would be like screaming their opinions as loud as possible and he's just sitting there yeah not like demanding that he be heard or right. like I like that. But then when we ask him, Donna, what's your opinion on something? He, like, shares it humbly mm-hmm. and, like, always had the best stuff to say. Yeah. And I was like, he really thought through that answer. He's not just, like, speaking out his beat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. But, yeah. So, the, I can definitely see, if Jonah's a six, I can see that wing in him. Mm-hmm. If he's a five, then, which I think he's a six. But, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I'm going to say some famous fives. Or, no, I'm not. You are. So, I'm going to say some famous <laughs> fives. Um, and when I was looking at this, it's, like, all, like, genius people. Like, Of course. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> so, Tim Burton. That a, makes so much sense. Yes. Wow. Um, Bill Gates. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Albert Einstein. Yeah. Amelia Earhart. Ahead of their time. Uh-huh. Um, Jane Goodall. Um She's an anthropologist. She's known for, like, her study of apes. So she worked oh, with gotcha. apes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure she, like, was teaching them sign language, and she was, like, really close with Dang. it. Like, became, like, best friends with an ape. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's just a few of the many that I saw. That, that's awesome, Yeah. Man. All, like, genius, ahead <laughs> of their time, inventors. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, we didn't, we couldn't find any inventors this time, but we decided yeah. to do a Disney princess that we think is a type five. Yeah. We think that Belle from yes. Beauty and the Beast is type five. Because one of the things that his, her dad even says about her is, like, you're ahead of your time. Uh-huh. Like, you, uh, like, they, they're, like, in the new live action, he says, like, I once knew a girl like you mm-hmm. who was way ahead of her time and everyone looked at her funny, but then they all found themselves imitating her. Right. You know? But, um, yeah, in the way she, like, uh, reads books constantly, mm-hmm. like always wanting the knowledge wanting to yeah seek out all the knowledge and i can see her wing four too because she um is an individualist Mm -hmm. and um feels things very deeply that other people wouldn't necessarily see or feel and um yeah feels different than everybody yes and she wants more than this provincial life yes Uh yes i agree (laughs) awesome well that was our Short but sweet type five. Yeah. And so now it's time, time for, for Fact or Fiction. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. We should stop now. Okay, bye guys. No. <laughs> it's over. Um, so I've just got one for you. Okay. Um, so the top of the Eiffel Tower leans away from the sun. Fact or fiction? Can you repeat it one more time? Uh-huh. Sorry. That's okay. The top of the Eiffel Tower leans away from the sun. At what time? I, I don't know. Just, That's just, false. just wherever the sun is. Fiction. Fact. What? That makes so freaking it sense. It says the metal of the tower expands in the heat of the sun. Oh. So the sun facing side is always slightly bigger than the one facing away, making it lean as much as seven inches away from the sun. Okay, so no matter where the sun is, yeah. because of the metal. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, the sun doesn't stay in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, That's great. cool, though. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in. We will be back at you with type six. 
pretty soon. Next week? Yeah, next week. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, mm-hmm. we are at That's Too Loud Podcast at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram, Facebook at That's Too Loud Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. If you're type five. If you're a type five. We learned. We learned. More. More. About. About. You. You. Today. 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 Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. See ya. You'll see it. You'll hear us next time. You'll hear. Bye. 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 <laughs>